When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'd be happy to go back to the 80s and live there for the rest of my life. Yay! But chances are, if you're a millennial, you might think you'd want to stay in the 80s. I don't think so. In fact, I think you're going to want to escape from the 80s. We'll let you do that in just a moment, but we need a couple more people to play our game. If you are 30 or under, or I don't know, 31, it's not that big a deal, but call us. We need a couple more people to play our game. 651-641-1071. We're going to play a game called Escape from the 80s. It's time to escape the 80s. What's that sound? They're from the 80s. We need to escape. All right, so... Again, here's how this game is played. We're escaping from the 80s. We're going to take millennials, shove them in the 80s, and let them suffer. No, <laughs> actually what we're going to do is kind of fun. We were doing this a little bit earlier uh, before the show today, kind of reliving what life was like in the 80s. And to that uh, extent, we came up with this little game. We're going to play a little bit of audio. You have to guess what we're uh, making you listen to and tell us what the thing is. So, for example, should we do... Holly, I'm I'm uh, playing. Uh, I'm pulling this out of my rear end. So yes. follow me. Um, yeah. You know how at the bottom there's a, a thing, the last thing in the bottom of the segment. Yeah. Let's do that as an example. Okay. So if if you were, and again, if you're a millennial, age thirty or under, six five one six four one one zero seven one, we'll play for example a clip like this, and then say. What is that? What is that? And then you would say... It's printing a CVS receipt. <laughs> I mean, good mm-hmm. guess. Oh, no. no. In fact, that is a dot matrix printer. Isn't that a character in Spaceballs? Is it? Dot matrix? Was she like C-3PO or something? Yeah, it was okay. voiced by Joan Rivers. Um, oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Can yeah. we talk? 80s. Um, so that's a dot matrix printer. If you could identify it, great. Uh, if not, well, you're stuck in the eighties. You're going to have to live there for the rest of your life, which means, sorry, no social media, no smartphones, just a bunch of dumb rotary phones. <laughs> maybe we had push button by then, but maybe not much. We better. need two more callers. Six, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one thing. Yeah. All right. Let's go with uh caller number one or Holly, you want to take that call first. And I'll just remind people we're playing a game called escape from the eighties. And we're going to bring our first caller on the line. I'm going to do this myself. Watch this not work. Elena's on the line. Hi, Elena. Hi. How, uh, for the record, uh, how old are you, Elena? I am 22, which means I was born in 1996. Oh my God. Okay. So I was in college and, uh, (laughs) you were not alive in the eighties. 
Now, I was not. I'm going to play a little bit of audio for you, and I want you to tell us what this is, okay? okay. Now, this is from a commercial. Have a listen. All right. Hi, my name is Teddy Ruxpin. Can you and I be friends? Yeah. I really enjoy talking to people. Okay, so what is that? Do you know? Um, I feel like I know this. Isn't it? It's that talking bear toy. Oh, yes! You got it! Congrats, Elena. You're absolutely oh, right. That was, that was too easy. I thought for sure you weren't going to get it. Do you remember how... Oh, is she gone? Oh, she hung up? Okay, sorry. Bye, Elena. I just wanted to see if she knew what Teddy Ruxpin actually did. So I had a Teddy Ruxpin. And it's an animatronic. No, I lied. I think my cousin had a Teddy Ruxpin. So I was like, I think I was a little old for hmm, Teddy look at Ruxpin. Look how bougie you are with a Teddy Ruxpin. No, it must have been a cousin because I would have been too old. But I remember very specifically playing with Teddy Ruxpin. And Teddy Ruxpin was sort of this, you had to put batteries in his back. Yeah, and then you put, like, a tape, you put a tape in his stomach and then he read you a book Yeah, that went with the tape. So it's kind of like, you know, an early form of... Uh, you know, um, what would be the equivalent? Like someday we're going to have those sex dolls that talk back to you. Yeah. It's, it's like, kind of like the precursor, yeah, yeah. like on the family tree. Mm-hmm. You go, what? Teddy um, Ruxpin. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin, those uh, robots. Uh, what was the name of the robot from Honda? And then you go sex robot. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Now Good let's enough. go to, uh, again, we're playing Escape from, from the, the 80s. 80s. Next on the line, who do we got? We have Melody. Melody's on the line. Hey, Melody. Hi. Did you know what Teddy Ruxpin was? I did, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay, well, let's see how you do with our next bit of the 80s. You're going to have a little listen, and I want you to tell us what this is. Okay. Uh, sounds like a copier. Uh, that would be a no. Oh, shoot. You have another guess? You want to hear it again? Yeah. Okay, here, how about another listen? This is, I'll give you a hint if you like. Okay. I'll be your lifeline here, The because chi- I'm a child of the 80s. This is something that um, instead of having your phone with you today, you'd probably be carrying one of these to a party. And they sell them at Urban Outfitters. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's very retro now. Mm-hmm. No a one- I don't know. No. What's the on a phone? I have no idea. <laughs> it's a Polaroid camera. Oh, okay. So I think they have those little ones now where you can get the like little mini photos. But these, this is literally how we took pictures like at a party back yeah. in the day. That's loud. It was that loud? It was really that loud. Mm-hmm. And then oh, you st- stuck it under your armpit, the picture, so that it would get warm and develop. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Melody. She did pretty. Uh, she got close. She, she knew it was close. some kind of close in, enough. Some kind of technology. Oh boy! All right, we're playing Escape from the '80s, where uh, our millennials listen to uh, sounds from the '80s, and mm-hmm. then they have to guess what it is. So far, we're one for one. So one of them guessed correctly. It was a Teddy Ruxpin. The Polaroid was a little harder. Let's see if our third player, who's the millennial that's on the line, Holly. We have Joy, the certified millennial. Hi, Joy. Hi. Okay, how'd you do so far? Uh, I got the Teddy Ruxpin, and I got the the printer from earlier. Oh, okay. But not the Polaroid. That was a hard one. Not the Polaroid, no. I think you might know this, but let's have a listen. Here is the item from the 80s we want you to tell us about. A day in the life of a Commodore 64. 
You'll wonder how you got along without it. Shoot, is that TV related? No, that is not a TV. What is a Commodore 64? Oh, good Lord. I, I had no one idea. of these for reference. I actually had one of these in my bedroom. Hmm. I really haven't a clue. <laughs> oh, Joy. Well, Joy. Joy, the Commodore 64 is a computer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I never would have guessed that at How, all. What, when were you born, Joy, if I may ask? 87. Oh, okay. So you were born in the 80s, but probably not playing a lot of computer games. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Absolutely not. Thanks for playing, Joy. Thanks, Joy. Okay, so uh, I think we did this is, I think we did pretty good, kind of. Kind of iffy. Commodore 64, Bradley, that's really difficult. That's a deep cut. That was a deep track, but I didn't want to be, you know, I mean, what? I guess Atari, right? But I feel like Everybody so knows much Atari. of the 80s. So this was the hard part. So we spent a good chunk of uh, show prep today talking about stuff from the 80s. And this all actually started from a conversation about correction tape on a typewriter because Holly had no idea what I was talking about. And I had to take typing class and the second semester like was advanced typing and we got to use correction tape, which was like a huge deal. That was in the 80s. Anyway, so then we got talking about like all the technology that's different. We talked about ditto machines and fax machines, and then we got on, you know, pop culture items. So I think this segment has legs. If we tune it up a little bit, I think we can shove some more millennials in the 80s and see what happens. Of course. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Ah! Hey, when we come back, uh, Holly, are you a Christmas creep? Excuse you? Well, you asked the question. I did ask the question. Are you a Christmas creep? There's a reason why we're asking this question. We'll do this when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. With the kids Why not? Rolling, and the <laughs> hey, it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, so it's not actually Christmas. It's not snowing out. Weather is crap. But welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts. Colleen will be back. We hope. Fingers crossed. She's feeling better. Uh, are you a Christmas creep? Are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're asking today because uh, Holly wants to know. She was listening to that very song uh, just days ago and decided to troll us all with it. So tell us why we're talking Christmas on October 9th. Because if you're a Christmas creep, Bradley, meaning you start to decorate for the holidays in November, even October, listening to a little Andy Williams Christmas music, you're a Christmas creep. Do and you know a Christmas creep? What, what what got you thinking about Christmas creepies? Experts say that if you're a Christmas creep, you're going to lead a happier and more fulfilled life. Really? Yes. I find myself to be a Christmas creep, Holly. Really? So what have you been doing, Bradley, well, that makes you a Christmas creep? I should also say I'm a lazy Christmas creep because uh, last year, actually every year that we've had our dog, we've not put up a tree. So that's now, I think this will be our fourth Christmas with the dog or third Christmas. I don't know. Anyway, no, God. Anyway, um, but when we were at the uh, pre-dog, we'd be putting up the tree every year. And whenever we put up the tree, I would make us watch... Like Frosty the Snowman or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. At some point, I have to watch those movies. I always have to watch White Christmas. And um, I love music. After uh, 
Turkey Day, I will allow myself to begin listening to Christmas music. And then I just, I get in the spirit. I want to make some stolen to remind me of my grandma. Uh, She would always uh, have stolen for Christmas and, um, you know, other Christmas uh, nibbles. Like, I don't care about pumpkin spice, but once it's Christmas cookie and Christmas nibble season, I'm there. You want every, you want the nibbles. Well, Christmas the, <laughs> nibbles. There's research saying, Bradley, because you're into the Christmas nibbles before the actual holiday season, that you're in a good mood. And that good mood makes you a healthy and happier person. Yeah, like, do we have a date for Christmas creep? Like, Chris- are we talking people who are celebrating Christmas now? Yeah, like right now. Okay, that's like, not if- <laughs> me. I am not a Christmas creep. If you, it could be late October, technically, but if you're already starting to get into the holiday mood, listen, I was driving home from Project Down to Dirty Comedy late Friday night, and I had all of my music on shuffle. All the songs that I have on deck on my uh, on my phone. And that beautiful song by Andy Williams came up on my phone and it made me so happy. I listened to it twice. So Bradley, indeed, I'm a Christmas creep, too. And if you're a Christmas creep, give us a call. 651-641-1071. We would like to let you know that this is a safe space to let us know how you may or may not be indulging in the holiday season. Because some people might not want to admit fully outright that they're, you know, jamming out to the holiday stuff and... I'm not at that point yet where I'm ready to jam out. But when you played just now, Andy Williams, I was like, oh, I can't wait. The problem is I'm really excited up through New Year's. And then I'm like, I can't stand it anymore. Burn it down. No, well, no, I don't necessarily want to burn it down. It's just that there's nobody's in that Christmas spirit anymore. Mm. Right. Like, and I feel like this year, can we just own the room right now? Can we be honest with America? Safe. Space. I'm going to speak some truth and you might get uncomfortable. If you are, please turn off your radio. Okay. Between now and uh, November something, 4th? Well, you mean the first Tuesday in November? Is that what you're saying? I don't don't know the exact date. Okay, that would be uh, the 6th of November. So between now and Election Day, it's going to get really loud, okay? (sighs) Oh. And then hopefully we can have some Christmas time. We can have some holiday time. We can get in that mood where we wear those big, long sweaters and we don't care if we put our hand in the candy jar because that sweater is covering up a little bit of the belly. Uh, And we've got enough time still like we're in that phase where we're hopeful because if we overindulge, we've still got time to work it off in the gym between now and, you know, when the sun actually returns. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
six months from now. I give it eight. Eight months from now, <laughs> maybe. No, but you see what I'm saying? It's yes. always the front end of the holiday season that's just so like, give me more. Yeah. Yeah, just like, let's put some powdered sugar on that stuff. Mm, we got a couple of Christmas creeps on the line. Let's talk to Jenny. Jenny, are you a Christmas creep? Hi, Jenny. Hi. Tell us I'm what. I'm totally a Christmas creep. So how do you creep on Christmas? Oh, I love it so much. Um, my husband threatens me Christmas music. He says if I if I play it before Halloween, it's it's legal to use your body as a Halloween decoration. That's what he tells me. <laughs> so I try try to wait until November first, but every once in a while it'll come on. My kids love it too. We are all for it. Now, do you Christmas have music? So, like, do you have a Christmas music sweet spot? Like, what's your... Because I'm, like, an old, 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 like, 40s Christmas person. Like, I love Bing Crosby and, and all those. Do I, you have a music sweet spot? I do like those old ones, but I also... Kelly Clarkson's and Amy Grant's. Oh, sure. two of my favorites. Yes, yes, Amy Grant. Okay, all right. All right, thanks, Jenny. I, thanks, Jenny. Should we talk to uh, Susan, see yeah. what kind of Christmas creep Susan is? Hey, Susan, are you a Christmas creep? Oh, I live with a Christmas creep. Oh, tell us more. So my husband is a huge music guy, and his favorite genre of music is the blues. Believe it or not, there are blues Christmas albums. Oh, interesting. Because nothing says happy Merry Christmas like the, the blues. slide guitar. Yeah. So my husband goes in the summer and gets all to the library and gets all the Christmas CDs. And then we he records them so that we have Christmas music, but he gets them in July and August because no one else. Oh, has them smart out. guy! Mm. He's a plan. He's a real Christmas creep. Oh, and so but then of course I said, you know, you can record those silently. And he's like, nope, we're just we're doing it. So yeah, so I start with the Christmas music early on, oh and then God. it continues right on through. Awesome! Oh my Thank gosh! You, Susan. Thanks, Susan. Uh, Tara. Tara, are you're going to be our last word on the Christmas creep? Are you the Christmas creep in your family, Tara? Oh yes, I am, Tell and us. I think after Halloween, all bets are off. You can, you know, get out your Christmas tree. And for me, I also enjoy the cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies. So it's it's a lot of Christmas movies going on. It's a lot of decorating. But I agree with you. As soon as Christmas is over, it's all coming down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Thank Tara. you, Tara. I, I may or may not have uh, witnessed Santa Claus last week at Mystic Lake Casino, so I know. Okay, that was not an actual Santa Claus. That totally was Santa Claus. Let's He's getting Santa ready Claus to go. Was not spending my gift money at the casino. He was they just trying it, to but. double it. You know, uh, we had an email from Peter who says I forced my wife to keep our tree up from October to February, and I just decorated for Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and Valentine's. <laughs> that is a piece of work. Grade A Christmas creep, you are. All right. Well, listener. from Christmas creepers uh, to well, some crazy, stupid idiots. That's what we're doing here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Join us on the other side of this break, and ooh, we're going to give something away too. So. If you're in the mood to get some free stuff, listen, we'll be right back here on the Colleen Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. You know, some days you can just be grateful. You are not the dumbest people in the world. Honestly, there's always somebody dumber than you are. I promise. And this segment aims to make you just feel better about yourself. We call it crazy, stupid idiots. 
Why am I yelling? Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... <gasps> Although we probably shouldn't pick on them too hard because they're about to deal with a hurricane. So, That's true. Uh, anyway, let's just make Nevada. Or is it Nevada? Before, I always know what you're supposed to do. But before we do, yeah, I'll get there. I promise. Please. I just had to talk about Nevada. Okay. Nevada? Nevada. Tomato, tomato. Okay. Um, before we get there, Holly, we have something to give away. Yes! To balance, to offset the crazy stupidity at status. One 60-minute float session at Sanctuary Float Spa. You're going to float around and feel fabulous. One 60-minute float session can be yours if you are caller number four to 651-641-1071. Give us a jingle. Caller number four gets that float session at Sanctuary Float Spa. Thank you and good night. No, don't go anywhere. Uh, First, I want to tell you about my first crazy stupid idiot. And, uh, you know, there's a place called Burger King. Well, there's now a place in Kentucky called Hickey King. Actually, that's the name of the person I want to tell you about. So, according to court records over in Kentucky, there's a 19-year-old named Micah Mooser. And Micah Mooser was placed in a five-year diversion program in order to rehab recently after he did some stuff. And that stuff involved burglaring and criminal mischief. Uh, these charges came after an arrest in late spring. He has uh, since been locked up in the Montgomery County Jail since. Now, that's all just garden variety, right? But I told you his nickname, Micah Musser, 19 years old, is Hickey King. One wonders why we would be talking about a guy named Hickey King. Hickey King because Burger King was busy? Uh, no, but that's that's a good guess. Mm-hmm. Hickey King uh, apparently is because of a phonograph and a photograph that was taken when he was booked into jail last June. Please open said photo, Holly, and have a look. Oh. He is the Hickey King. Now, oh. describe his visage for us. Well, he's a young man. With a full set of hair and a neck full of hickeys. A full oh. set of hair and a neck full of hickeys. Oh my gosh. Oh no, bless his heart. And not just when we say full of hickeys, it's like he looks like a human cheetah. <laughs> yes. Right? Like he has the spots or a leopard. Well, I guess it, it's a leopard. It's a leopard a or leopard. a cheetah. Any animal with spots, this young man, Micah, resembles because his neck is literally full of hickeys. Now, Bradley, do we understand or do we know? How Micah received all of those hickeys. Well, uh, there's no word. Apparently, um, this, I mean, again, this took place after, during or shortly before after his burglaring and criminal mischief. Uh, his neck um, has since returned to a normal state. Oh. Uh, so he has since moved on. You know, I feel like every kid goes through a hickey phase because you discover a hickey. And then you're like, look what I can do. And then there's always one kid who takes it a little bit too far. And you're like, okay, did you just put those hickeys on your own arm? Yeah, because something tells me, Bradley, that these hickeys were not created in the throes of romance. 
This no, was this like, done. give me one. Yes. Give this, me another one. This is a novelty experience for Micah. And he discovered, just like Spencer's gift, that he discovered that he could create hickeys by doing something. And I don't really know if I want to understand how Micah received those hickeys. Yeah. Something tells me it's a little Yeah. I'm unsavory. sure it, it probably involves a girl named... Uh, Crystal. Brianna. With a K. Crystal. Yeah. All right. Bye, Micah. Bye. Bye. Where are we going, Bradley? We are going to Missouri. Springfield, Missouri, to be exact. Now, we know one Don McLean is from Springfield, Missouri. She's the producer on The Morning Show. So this might be of interest to her. Oh, sure. Yeah. And she loves this stuff. Yeah, she loves this stuff. Now, yesterday, Colleen, who is out sick today, brought mm-hmm. us a crazy, stupid feel idiot. Better. Yeah, feel better. About somebody who did something really stupid on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Where they basically incriminated themselves. They commented on one of their mugshots on a police department's Facebook page. And as a result, he was apprehended. Indeed. Now we're going to Facebook again. We, oh, yeah. What Another Facebook crazy, stupid idiot. Dustin Burns of Springfield, Missouri. Dustin Burns. He decided to do a little DIY video. Now, a lot of people do this on YouTube. Bradley, you have brought us your YouTube obsessions of people who like to share their recipes and do other wonderful things on social media. This guy decided to show a video of himself removing his ankle monitor in um, the DIY fashion. Dustin, he's really um, doing things. He's going places where he put up a video of someone using a butter knife and a screwdriver to remove an ankle monitor. Then he advised viewers to remove the ankle monitor without damaging it to avoid hefty fines. Um, yeah. So I feel like there's so many better ways to try to accomplish what he thought he could accomplish. Yeah, maybe not giving it all away if you wanted to remove your ankle monitor which you shouldn't by the way because that is a felony you shouldn't put up a how-to video on facebook i'm just saying that's like the people who there are videos online like if you want to um so you know like when you go on a cruise ship most cruise ships now will let you bring on like a bottle or two of wine Mm -hmm. um so people have learned or figured out a way to uh transfer like to replace the wine with vodka in in such a way as the bottle is still sealed so that when they bring it on board, they'll just think it looks like a sealed bottle of wine. Do you think that that's the way to save a few bucks? I mean, look, look you've YouTube, man, <laughs> YouTube, Facebook, all of these things. I would advise you not to do that. Also, Dustin has been arrested again, a felony. He pleaded guilty to violating a restraining order earlier this year and was placed on probation. Thus, the ankle monitor. And now he has been arrested again. Yay! <sighs> it's a frequent flyer, man. Uh-huh. Hey, um, can we go back to Kentucky? Woo! I want to tell you about somebody named Alex Probus. Woo! Alex Probus is um, 31 years old, and he is accused of doing something recently that is, well, shocking. <gasps> he set his own house on fire. Oh. That's not a good idea. No. Did he have an accident in the kitchen? No. Did I mean, that leave- would be understandable because I've done things before where I've put things in a pan and all of a sudden you get a flame and you're like what do i do i don't know what to do i don't have any flour what do i do did he leave the iron on and then the ironing board caught fire and then his house burned down look bradley i think about that all the time oh, and it I makes know, me right? paranoid thank god you know, my, what, I, you know what? what i did yesterday what did you do you know what i did yesterday I, speaking no, I of before we uh, go back yeah, to kentucky 
I left my computer cord here. My computer cord is not in the best shape. Okay. By the way, I've been wanting to talk to you about your computer cord. It scares me, and I feel like you're going to start a fire. I know. So here's what you do. Get some black electrical tape and wrap it up, because otherwise you're putting us all at risk. I know. Let's go back to Kentucky. Okay. So now, like, <laughs> building services, like, where's this Holly Roberts cord? Um, okay. So I want to go back to the guy that set his house on fire. It was not an accident. In fact, he did it intentionally. Uh, but it's why he did it that earns him crazy, stupid idiot status. He didn't want to collect insurance money. Now, that would have just been crazy and stupid, but he may or may not have been an idiot as a result. No, um, he did it because he wanted to, quote, get rid of memories. Oh. Um, oh. What happened in that house? Oh, that's really that, sad. The best idea seems like get ridding, get or burning it down oh no bless his heart yeah well on sunday evening the scent of smoke hung in the air around the burnt husk of a house and charred debris pile in his front yard which was all that was left after saturday evenings blazed oh. um saturday evenings blaze um I, I honestly don't know why but he did tell a witness he was going to burn down another house so apparently his memories are you know, spread, just one spread around the community. He'd also apparently left messages on the fence outside of his home. So neighbors were kind of freaked out, clearly. Yeah. And uh, he's now in custody and thankfully not a danger, at least to anyone outside of jail. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Oh, don't set things on fire that yeah. aren't supposed to be on fire. Sometimes if you have fire. bad memories, just go somywhere else or get like that lady. Didn't you see Poltergeist? You get that lady in. This house is clear. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. What's her name again? Isn't she Dolores or Doris Kearns Goodwin? No, she wrote a book about Lincoln. Um, okay, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, God, I didn't even ask him. But I think, I think if we're lucky, Holly, our good friend Donnie is going to play the throwback live at 245. Oh, you're in for a treat. Am I? Okay, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the best part of the Colleen and Bradley show. The end. <laughs> best part for you. No, you've had fun with us today here on the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts. And we have a special guest because Colleen is out sick. Let's send her all of our well wishes and hope she's back tomorrow with us. In the meantime, in between time, it's uh, time to play that game. That game. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must predict you. Win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host. Oh, what the fuck? Holly Roberts. Ooh, it's time for Tuesday's edition of the Throwback Live at 245's featuring Mr. Donald Love playing for Colleen Lindstrom. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 245. And Bradley and Donnie buzz in by yelling out their names. Bradley! Donnie! Something like that, yes. At least I got that part right. <laughs> oh, Donnie, get some self-esteem okay, here. Okay, right, I'm going to do my absolute oh, best. You're going to be, yeah, you're going to be yes. just so, fine. No, no and you're, pound puppies today, okay? No pound puppies today. Yeah, that, that was not easy for any of us. No. 
Okay, we got it. We got here it. We go. Here, here we now, go. Here's the total victory tally as it stands. Now, Donnie, you're playing for Colleen, and Colleen has 67 total victories in the Throwback Live at 245, and Bradley has 70. Yes. Oh, you've really come on. Thank strong you. The Thank last you. No, week. I finally worked my way back wow. bit by bit by bit by bit. Let's see who's going to win today. Okay. With our first vintage pop culture audio clip, Bradley and Donnie listen carefully and correctly identify this. (laughs) Would you believe me? Would you agree? It's almost that feeling that we. Uh, Donnie? Donnie? Is that that Mariah Carey? Uh, I'll keep playing for you, Bradley. Should I know who this is? Yeah. I, do, I, do now. I don't know. Stop it. Yeah. No, Donnie, do you know who it is? What is it Kelly Clarkson? Yes, it's Kelly oh, Clarkson. Oh, God, I'm a horrible person. When she won American, American Idol, Idol back in 2002. I did not watch that. I was. That's literally the year I got sober, so I was probably drunk. Okay. okay. Let's be <laughs> real. All right, okay. well, let's move on to our I should have waited. Yeah. I jumped in too soon. Yeah. You you actually jumped ahead of yourself because I I wouldn't have gotten it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. No one has scored yet. Zero to zero. Yeah. Way to go. Now, moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Donnie and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. I played hide and seek when I was Bradley Trainer. Bradley. (laughs) That's Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) Wow. Get no respect. What was the movie that he did? Uh, back to School? Yeah, Back to School with, yeah. with Matthew, not Matthew Broderick. Ooh, who was, I don't know. No. Holly would have to look that one up first. Anyway. I'm not sure, yeah. but you're right. He did Back to School. Yeah. He also was in Caddyshack. And oh, also, Caddyshack, sure. also Ladybugs. Are you thinking of that movie where he plays the uh, soccer coach and Jack A is his co-star? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, just, a real, that's a deep crash. That's a real, that one. real movie. Kids of the 90s, you know that movie. No, it was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was Robert Downey Jr., in back to school, yes, back he was school? Sally Kellerman. Oh, oh, all right. There's a cast boy. How her career dove. Uh, <laughs> I loved her. I, you yeah. know, but for Mash to back to school, yeah. I mean, yeah. You okay, know. all yeah. right. Bradley's got a point. She's got a mortgage, yeah. bills to pay. Bradley has a point. Donnie has yet to score in the throwback live at two forty-five. Excuse you. Now let's. You play. got close, Donnie. Yeah, I did, did on that first one. Now moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. It's a short one, and so you're going to have to listen carefully. Donnie and Bradley correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. They call me Donnie. Miss Donnie. The Tibbs. That is Sidney Poitier from In the Heat of the Night. In the Heat of the Night. It's a real yeah. good show. Good job. Also with uh, In the Heat uh, of the Night. Don't tell me. Uh, Rod Steiger. Yeah. yeah. Who won the, uh, won the Oscar, I believe, for Best Actor. Mm-hmm. Good job, Donnie. Just I could not have pulled. I, I knew... Sidney Poitier instantly. Yeah. Carol O'Connor was in the TV version. Yeah. Yeah, that ran for a long time. With 
Uh, Harold somebody. Oh, see, I would not have known that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't remember right. his last name. Okay. Ooh, right. the game is tied. It's tied. Oh, so exciting. One to one throwback live at 245 featuring Donnie Love this afternoon and Bradley moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Listen carefully, guys, and correctly identify this. Hello, gorgeous. Bradley Train. <laughs> Bradley. Uh, that's Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. Hello, gorgeous. Hello, gorgeous. All right. That funny girl? Is that funny girl? That's funny girl, yes. The rain on my parade. Don't tell me not to laugh. Lights, candy, and the sun's a ball of butter. Listen to yo. I mean, I used to sing this out loud in my living room. Oh, my God. Best special ever. And you know who agrees with me on this is our own B. Arthur. She is a fan of Barbara Streisand. Yes. Uh, uh, they call me Barbara. The special nineteen. I don't remember. Oh, that's got to be early sixties. A television special, and yeah. it's so oh, yeah, it was black, and, black and white. Only. Don't tell me. Nothing okay, else. two to one. Oh, Bradley is. can wrap it up. He can or wrap it up. Can or it up. Donnie, you can tie it up in okay. a neat little bow with this fifth <laughs> vintage pop culture audio clip. Listen carefully and correctly. Identify the following. Lewis. Donnie. Lewis. Donnie. What? That is Stewie from Family Guy. Ah! Lewis! Lewis! Mom! 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 Mom. Mommy! 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 Mommy. Mommy. Well, this is Mama! <laughs> Mama! Donnie, it's time! Donnie, the tied. game is tied! Oh. Oh. oh, the pressure! Yeah, you should be feeling it because I don't think oh, either God. of you guys are going to get this next vintage oh, pop culture. Well, thanks for telling us in advance. Well, I don't really right, have any hope, it. I'm going to be honest. Here's your bonus clip. Vintage. Must mean it's like within the last five years. Yeah. No, yeah. actually yeah. it's not. Well, last, okay. last week and a no. half. Yeah. Let me give you a hint. It's yeah. from the 90s. Okay. Well, thanks! Donnie and Bradley. Okay. Listen to this bonus vintage pop culture audio clip and correctly identify the source. Bradley trainer. Oh, go for Bradley. it. <laughs> Is it like, I don't know. It's some like kids show and it's called so- Kids Incorporated. Oh, <sighs> Bradley. Okay. Was he close? Kind of, but kind not of. really. <laughs> kind of, not kind really. Kind of, not really. Yeah. It's a kids show. Yeah. It's a kids yeah. show. It's not the Disney kids. I don't know that. No, it's not the Disney kids. Uh, I don't know. I'm just guessing. What is it? What kids show is that? It's Saved by the Bell. It's when the girls oh. were in a girl group and they were filming oh the music God. video. And then yeah, Kelly... Yeah, co- yeah, or, and I'm then, sure Colleen is screaming at yeah, her radio I'm sure now. she, I'm is, sure yes. she is. It's the very special episode where Jesse Spano was overdosing on pep pills. And oh, she yeah. said, I'm, I'm so excited. excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm so scared. So neither of us gets diddly. Right. Nope. Great. Yeah. Yep. Well, this was fun, Donnie. Yeah. Thanks we for tied. coming by. Yeah, we tied. Yeah. Yeah. Like kissing your what brother. did we not win, what did we? Yes, what did we miss out on? You won a boatload of shame and regret for <laughs> oh. not winning today's throwback. Like I needed any more of that in my life after 43 years. I'm just relieved I got two. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I hadn't been you. so eager on the first one. 
blew it right there. Yeah, well. Uh, You'll live to see another day, Donnie. Thank you for joining us. Lori and Julie is up next. Holly, thanks for, uh, you know, doing double duty with me today. And hopefully Colleen will be back with us tomorrow. I'm Bradley Trainer. Thanks for listening to the Colleen and Bradley Show. Lori and Julia and their crazy hijinks up next right here on My Talk 1071.